Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast on New Year's Eve. That is the 31st of uh, December, 2020. Yeah, everybody's ready to let go of this year, right? Fucking crazy, right? (laughs) What are you going to do? Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to freaking kick back. We're going to fart into the couch. We're going to make Snapchat videos. Tell some jokes. Here's a joke for you. This is a good one. I saw it this morning. Dad joke, right? So, uh, oh my God. You guys hear about uh, that actress, Reese. She stabbed her husband. And they're supposed to say, oh, Witherspoon? I said, yeah, Reese. Witherspoon? No, with a knife. (laughs) How fucking great is that, man? Witherspoon? No, with a knife. <laughs> Fucking awesome. So uh I'll be launching that on people all day long. The worst is when you tell a joke like that to folks and um you know they like they won't let they won't fall for it. They won't like they don't even go uh withers with a spoon, not with a knife. It's it's gotta be fucking you know, they have to try to like decode it. They're not going to fall for it, right? It's funny. So, so, just a little joke for you. Also, why do ducks have tail feathers um, to cover their ass quacks? It's a good one. Fuck it. So, uh, how about hey, my friend the tomato? I feel so bad. Uh, she's freaking so embarrassed. She's turning red. You walked in on the salad dressing. <laughs> Um, another note, serious note, listening to some podcasts, uh, there's something called the homegrown human and it's on, um, on YouTube and other platforms for podcasts. I guess it's, uh, this dude, Jamie wheel, which I don't know if he's Australian or whatever the fuck he is. He's got a little bit of an accent, but a real interesting, extremely deep and intelligent guy. He's the, uh, head of the flow genome prod, uh, project. So he's smarter than you, okay, is the bottom line. Smarter than all of us. Um, him and uh, Schmack Attack, fucking Daniel Schmachtenberger, were talking last night on YouTube. I was taking it all in. It got too deep because I was so damn exhausted just from the, the week, ready to cut loose on the holiday here. And uh, so he said a few things. They were talking about, you know, the times in which we're living... And one of the things said about the news, which, of course, everybody knew there's the terms fake news were coined over the past couple of years. I don't know if that, if uh, DJT, Donald J. Trump, can take full credit for that, but there's, there's a lot of, uh, it's, it's real. I mean, there are uh, news programs that are completely biased one way or the other, right? And so we don't want to be campy, right? Do you really need to choose a side is the question that I have. For you, you know, I see a lot of people. Uh, my good friends, they get thrown off of Facebook because they post inappropriate things, and I think that the, it, yeah, I get like that too. I get like, fuck it, this is such a everybody's so serious, and there's all these warring factions back and forth talking about their their favorite news point of view or whatever, and the end result is that. You know, people just get frustrated, right? So rather than latching on to a particular 
uh, news thread or uh, talking point, they will uh, they'll just make fun and they'll make trouble and they'll post inappropriate, insensitive things. And sometimes I do that, but I don't go nearly as far as them. But some of these guys, they'll get they'll get thrown off Facebook and get like a thirty day ban or whatever, and then they uh, they come back. And they're like, I'm going to do it again. You watch me. And everybody else is like, yeah, don't let those communists tell tell you what to do. Oh, would you defy them? Like freedom shit. You know, it's 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 just strange time right now. Anyway, these guys are talking about uh, Schmachtenberger. He says this very succinctly. Most of the news cycle consists of vicarious trauma. So, for instance, vicarious. Let's look up that word. Vicarious, vicarious. All right. Vicarious means experienced in the imagination through the feelings or actions of another person. Experienced in the imagination through the feelings or actions of another person. So it's like, because... So the news, they want to make you feel like they feel. So, or, or maybe there's somebody who's an injured party or whatever. Let's talk about Black Lives Matter. People in black and brown communities that are legitimate uh, disadvantages and suppression and oppression and slavery and all kinds of horrible things, genocides that have occurred. It's not nearly as bad as it was, but these people have an ax to grind, especially when in these communities there's... Poverty and horrible schools, and uh, cops wind up shooting uh, innocent people sometimes. It happens, all right, all too frequently. Um, and sometimes it's, it doesn't happen. But it, it, when somebody's injured like that, say somebody's got an axe to grind, Black Lives Matter, and we sympathize with their cause, so we vicariously assume their, their feelings. And so that's what the news does. It wants to make you feel, trying to hijack you, your mind, and make you feel a certain way. You might not have all the facts on an, on a, an area, or it could be, you know, um, what's another uh, from the other side? Well, it could be Fox News talking about how we should feel about the election that they feel is unfair, which has been struck down, you know. 49 times in court, 49 times out of 50, something something really ridiculous like that. So there wasn't any unfair election, and Joe Biden should be the president, right? But because somebody gets on Fox News and gives you a biased point of view, you assume vicariously that emotion, that sentiment, and you adopt it into your uh, tribalistic uh, worldview, which is us against them, if I'm not on... Uh, if I'm if I'm not on this side of the, uh, I had to stay in this camp because if I'm not on this side, well, I must be on the other side, right? I must be on the evil side. If I'm not on the side of good or the side of right, well, I'm on the side of wrong or the side of evil, which is just an oversimplification of the whole thing. Uh, but it's easier to do that counterintuitively than it is to actually do the intellectual heavy lifting and try to understand all of what's going on, right? All right, got to pump some gas here. Hold on.
cool I got my gas here likely have a lot more gas later I'll tell you that right now probable so you were talking about vicarious emotion vicarious news cycles right uh, how we are going to try to news is trying to rile you up and put you in a category of right versus left of dark versus light of good versus evil of right versus wrong and so how should we feel about that I think we should be very upset you know and I try to refuse to um, as difficult as it can be admittedly I try to refuse to uh, put myself too completely in, in one camp or another because I feel like it's not that simple. It's not a that binary, you know, there's only two options. A mere two options that uh, it could be. Either you're on this side or you're on that side. That's just bullshit, man. So I try not to be that way. Um, it goes on to talk about how we get when, when we're like this, when we behave like this, with these vicarious news cycles quite often a hand that is reaching out we're so sensitive a hand that is reaching out appears like a fist that's going to strike right you ever notice that like what are the chances let's say somebody was trying to if somebody was trying to extend an olive branch and um you know and, and or try to understand your point of view well if you swat them away and dismiss them as um being in some particular camp being the enemy well then you're not going to ever find common ground so that sucks so we need to do more finding of common ground and compromising and listening to one another in 2021 it'd be interesting how that might shake out finally saying that um, and I was talking about this in a previous podcast yesterday I guess or the day before that um, we all kind of have a PTSD, but not a macro, maybe a micro PTSD, right? Post-traumatic stress disorder. This was something that we used to regard as really applying to wounded warriors, right? People come back or people were in really, you know, bomb blasts. Uh, uh, oh, he's got PTSD. He came back and he was in a roadside bombing in Iraq. You know, that's a dramatic, oh my gosh, think of all the implications of that. Serving our country across in a foreign land. This is what he gets, gets blown up. It's terrible. It really is. Um, however, there are, there are not lesser, but there are other forms of PTSD that we might have slighted previously. We might have said, oh, well, yeah, it's no big deal. It's not a not a freaking that kind of PTSD that's not a you have PTSD because your parents abused you or uh, because you were yelled at or because you know you got a disagreement with your boss and it was traumatic or you know I mean like it seems like these are lesser forms but the human mind is is strong but also very delicate sensitive and so you, now you extrapolate that to these days right and everybody's kind of got their own version of PTSD. I mean, all day long I talk to folks about um, whether they've had an injury, significant injury, many people. 
broken bones, car accidents, things like that, work-related trauma, and this is these are real things that we need to be aware of and, and sensitive to. Um, and every right now, it's like, hey, what what about our kids? Well, you know, I want to let my kid uh, go back to school, but I also don't want them to get sick and and pass and you know be injured themselves or pass this uh, coronavirus on to somebody who's uh, more vulnerable. I, I don't don't want anybody to be affected by this, you know. So should we keep them cooped up? Well, we keep them cooped up, they don't have any social life, and that's not a good thing either. So there is an awful lot to consider here. regarding post-traumatic stress. So let's see what they say about that. PTSD, uh, social unrest, hand reaching out seems like one that a fist that is going to strike, says. So that was interesting. Another thing, the final thing they said, because I'm taking Momi out for a, uh, a WALK, right, is that... Um, The way that we inter- the way we have wars, you think about it in the past, where we'd have uh, soldiers in trenches and uh, dropping bombs and you know shoot 'em up stuff, and we're gonna march our forces into into Germany and free people from the concentration camps. That that sort of kinetic warfare they define it as kinetic warfare is actual. Soldiers, warriors on the battlefield, guns and ammo going downrange. That that is less and less common for the superpowers because when you think about this, this makes perfect sense. All the superpowers have nuclear weapons. All right, the scale of humans' ability, a human's ability in order to kill other humans or destroy, now it's not limited to city blocks um, or cities. Now we could decimate and render an uninhabitable the entire world. So you hear the phrase mutually assured destruction. Mutually assured destruction is where if you, okay, you want to nuke me, I'll fucking nuke you, you know? And so when you hear these world leaders like Trump saying, oh, well, haha, ha, uh, if you do that, then we will make sure that nobody will going to get, we're going to, you know, completely insinuate it to Iran, um, Syria, that, you know, we're going to fucking give everybody a dirt nap. And so you're going to kill not only soldiers, you're going to kill innocent people when you do that. And so nobody wants that, supposedly, right? Nobody wants to really just... We're after the bad guys. We're not We're not trying to kill, um, you know, the average inhabitants of, a, of a other country that are just trying to feed their families and, 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 and have a decent life, right? We don't really want to kill them, the people, do we? We want to kill the people who would threaten us. Not all of them threaten us. We, we, we know better than that now, right? And so, 
they talk about rather than kinetic warfare on a national scale, like with among superpowers, like us fighting Russia, we're never going to have troops. It's unlikely that we would have troops on Russian soil, you know, or that they would come on our soil because we realize that things could get out of hand and we could wind up ending the entire world or sections of it. That there's no way if we nuke Russia now that they wouldn't nuke us back. And so there would be countless lives lost and that would be governments who would be making that decision and ultimately presidents, right? Or the powers that be deciding, okay, or somebody fucking up and and, and slipping up and doing it. Um, It's possible. And so rather than have these... uh, Superpower war among superpowers, we had these proxy wars, which is where we take our army men and we send them to places like Vietnam or Syria, places where they aren't, they're third world countries, they're not developed yet. Uh, okay, there's disruptions over there, we're going to go over there. I'll tell you, we'll take our, our warriors and put them on that battlefield. And then uh, other countries like Russia, you know, they'll have, or in, in China, they will get involved and they will they will fight. Okay, well, you guys are over here fighting. Um, you know, we we have a stake in this. We're upset about this. We don't want. We don't agree with what you're doing. So we're gonna have advisors. They're gonna are gonna are Russian advisors that are going to go into Syria and and uh, and help their this whatever side within this conflict. We're gonna the side that opposes you. So with these proxy wars, these are things that I don't I don't know that your average individual takes the time to unpack really what's going on, or I don't understand completely, but I love listening to these guys when they tell when they speak about these things. Because it makes perfect sense. Yeah, we can't fight China. We can't even fight North Korea. Because if we go in there with foot soldiers, they're gonna fucking we can make all the threats we want and try to force things politically, but gone are the days where you're invading a foreign land. You can't do that anymore so easily. So, unless they're really weak and they don't have nukes, then you go in and you check their capabilities. Well, play a little chess. If I go in there and I, you know, we do this, they can't do shit about it. And this guy over here, Turkey or Israel or whoever... They're on our side, or they're not going to do anything to help these people, or we already checked, and we can go over here and do this. And, you know what I mean? So there might be a, a goal or a means to an end that we that we have in mind if we go to war as a result of all this vicarious outrage and tribalism in our society. But it's an exercise in futility, and nobody should want that to happen. And so I'd like... it. And by the way, when you have this invisible virus that is permeating our society and causing all kinds of problems and our scientific, um, governmental, political apparatus is trying to, trying to solve it, but there's misinformation out there and there's so much, uh, discord, so much, uh, disagreement with how we should do and what we should do and how we should do it and what exact actions we should take and everybody's so throttled 
uh, we're, we're turned on each other because we're feeling pain. Economy's on the downturn. The fucking virus is out there. People getting sick and dying. We know. Uh, business is getting disrupted. So, it's like a bee's nest that you fucking stir up. And, all, and it's hard to make logical decisions when you have a swarm of bees engulfing you, right? You're not thinking, you're just reacting. And so I would hope that in 2021, we are able to calm down and think clearly and work together and love one another. Just realize that we have so much good and we need to focus on the good and be the good and tame our fucking minds, whip them into shape, crack that whip, focus on your work, focus on what we have, all the beauty, all the wonder, all the the good things, the blessings that we can count, and don't turn ourselves to these, this vicarious outrage in these 24-hour news cycles, right? Be a fucking free thinker, be a sense maker, and learn to sort or parse signal from noise. That, that is, in all the scramble, squelch. Okay, I want my fucking rock and roll station. I can't wait to get there. No, I don't want to listen to fucking gospel. No, I don't want to listen to jazz. No, I don't want to listen to fucking r and I'm looking for classic rock and roll. I want to tune into that station. Tune out the squelch. Kick-ass fake names. Happy New Year. Huh!